You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Fifteen men on a dead man's chest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of muscle fashion cider. Muscle fashion cider. I got my gold mine nugget bubblegum. They'll be the sponsor of tonight's. Right wing tea party motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I'd watch the fuck out of that podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a podcast I'd listen to. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight on Tales from the Far Right, we examine fake news. <laughs> <laughs> totally wrong, totally fake. And who's the originator of the fake news? The same guy who's got that comb over. Oh, no good news is good news with <laughs> Donald <Yes>. Trump. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? It's Hey Pal, it's new. I'm Greg. I'm John and, Alex. Yeah. And I, uh, today's sponsor is uh, Goldmine Bubble Nuggets. I haven't had these stupid things since I was a kid. I was going in, and uh, so if you hear me chewing like a freaking cow and eating cud, you know exactly what it is. It, is. it was stupid. It was like I was at the, I was at the chestnut mart, <laughs> not your chestnut mart, the other chestnut mart. Expires in two more, two years, mm. <laughs> and. Uh, I was getting my smokes, as I do, and I saw they had a big thing of it. Right, in the, I was like, holy shit, I haven't had this since I was like eight years old. Gold mine nugget bubble gum. And it's freaking good. I enjoy some, it. Some bubble gum in the rug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no bubble gum in the rug. It's like a pork chop on a barbershop floor. <laughs> Don't make me spit all over everything. All right, but hey, uh, it's Friday night, everybody. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. That guy dancing in the chair. That's Ma- me. I don't care. The Mazel Fashion Cider. <laughs> Fifteen men on a dead man's chest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of Mazel Fashion Cider. Oh, it's gonna be one of those nights, guys. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's uh, Friday night, and uh, yeah, listen. If you haven't watched our latest animation that our boy John Alex did, please do. It's. <laughs> Made me laugh. They always make me laugh. That's the only way I can monetize that shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Somebody, you know, Disney, come on. Call a boy. Um, yes. Hook a brother up. Hook a brother up, man. We sitting here doing all these stupid voices. I did Prospect of Pete over here. That's delicious. But anyway, yeah, it's Friday night, and uh, me and my boy are just hanging out here. And, uh, you know, uh, what's new with you, uh, young squaw? Anything exciting happened this week? Uh, we had that half a day non-event snow day on Wednesday. Oh yeah, that was that was a, a that bust. Was... <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you know my kid gets hit in the noggin again with a softball at Oof. practice, and now we got to leave work early and go get her, and then we got to take her to the doctor, and now it's like, oh, watch and make sure she ain't got the concussions. <laughs> 
So it just make sure she doesn't have the Aaron Hernandez and kill you all. Yeah. <laughs> I was all too soon. To, all, all set to do. Oh Jesus Christ! I was all set to do other things too today, and I was like, all right, never mind. That's not happening. Don't you love I'm that? I'm not we, complaining. I'm no. It's just like shit happens. Well, it's like we were talking before we got on mic, where it's like. That was really fast. Like I was like, "Yeah, it's my kid. What are you gonna do?" Like that's what you do for your kids, you know. I had the same thing. It was like, was it? Yeah, it was yesterday. I get a call at like six a.m. Now usually I don't. Was get it Mori Povich? Are you the father? <laughs> this boy shooting blanks. Um, I ain't birthing no more babies. Um, no, I got a call from from my ex saying like, oh, they missed the bus and they couldn't get there. So like. Could you take the kids to school? Now, mind you, I live a half hour away, yeah. and they live two miles from the fucking school. They could but probably walk sure. there faster than you can get there. But sure, I'll do it. I was up, dressed, out the door, 15 minutes, showered, everything. And wow. Like, wow. I was like, it's my kids. When it's your kids, man, you'll do it. You do stupid shit for your kids. Not that it's stupid, but it's important to them. So, you know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. I mean, other than that, that was really the only exciting thing that happened this week. Which, look, if it's a quiet week for us, that's pretty good as far as the what's new. It's not good for content. You know, I was hoping for a fat guy to fall on the floor or, you know, somebody to shit my pants or something. But, you know, it's been a status quo, as they say, which I'm fine with that. I definitely am. So we're just going to have to give you content because... There's stuff out there. We we've been watching some TV, some movies, and uh, there is some music. You know, a few little ditties that were interesting. So, well, this week I got no movies, but I got TV. I have one movie. Um, TV has been, as usual, killing it. Plus, I did do a late to the party, which we'll talk about um, in depth because it was it was hilarious. No. I'm gonna ha- <laughs> I-, I might have to. Um, but that aside, I'm going to hit that button. Do it. Uh, John, you got any news? It's yeah. Not really bubblegum. No. Um, News-wise. Okay, Joker 2. Electric Boogaloo. Lady Gaga hints at the fact that they've actually started filming. Ooh. So, I mean... Again, I don't, I don't know what to expect of this. So it's not coming out for like another year, right? Yeah, it's like Justin said. He saw um, Megan, and I think he's one of the few people who was like, "I can't say that it didn't meet my expectations because I had none going in." But yeah, yeah skip this fucking thing. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be one of my movies today. But uh, it's in, good to see that Justin bit the bullet for us and watched yeah. that. I mean, you know, whatever. I'll watch it. It's got 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, what the fuck? People are talking about the Megan like it's like this amazing movie. I I think people are afraid of the AI aspect because AI is everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're creating government groups to, like, get together and talk about the future of AI because, you know, after this, what is that, chat GPT that writes your freaking term papers and shit? It's like a Mm. free AI. You're like, oh, I need a paper about this, and it'll write you a paper. Wow. But they're worried about where AI is going to go. I don't know. All the governments are all of a sudden waking up on this shit that, you know, I don't know, Terminator talked about. <laughs> in I was going to say, James Cameron fucking called it. You yeah. know, it's, Skynet is nah, real. That'll never happen. No, nah, that'll never happen. Yeah, like by and large, you know, <laughs> PNL. <laughs> Not so, to be confused with GNL. In sort of sad news. The fucking DC Hammer hits again. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Fucking Titans. Mm-hmm. Gone. 
yep. such a good show, and even better in my opinion than Titans was fucking Doom Patrol with my boy B. Frage. Yeah, you know, I-, I thought that was weird for the fact that <clears throat> B. Frage is not kind of like at a renaissance now. Yeah. So you have this guy in the show. I, I hope mean, they find somewhere for him. I mean, he's going to land on his feet. He's freaking Brendan Fraser. I think he's going to be all right, especially after this whale movie. He's he's The parts <clears throat> are going to be flying in for him. So I'm not worried about it. Um, it For me, it's kind of like it, it comes down to, you know, people talk about Doom Patrol and Titans, right. but it wasn't like a juggernaut of like must-see TV. Right. Um, I think just because it just kind of got lost. Yeah. You know, like people like, oh. I think it got lost in all the transitions from like the DC universe, the T, all the different streaming platforms from like the DC one to the whatever. And now it's HBO Max and yeah, it gets I'll, moved in the shuffle. It's like when a show changes time slots, it never has a chance to like really get ground. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely with the algorithm too. Like for somebody like me, for me to go on HBO Max and cannot find it. Yeah. You know, it's or like Netflix has a big problem with that, too. You know, it's the the algorithms on these things are not. It's just not. And, and doesn't make teacher, sense. And as a teacher of computer science, they need to hand that over to the A.I. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, TiVo thinks I'm gay. <laughs> now, I, I was going to I'll save the other one for last because I think we're going to have a lot of like oh. just shit to say about that one. But. I don't know if you saw this. Willem Dafoe joins the Lighthouse director's next thriller. Ooh. Nosferatu. And I'm like, what is he fucking playing Nosferatu? He looks like, at this point, he, already, he looks like a good Max Shrek. <laughs> he already played Nosferatu. Yeah. Yeah, what was that movie? Ah, oh, fuck if I know. I don't know, but he did play Nosferatu before, and he was pretty convincing, like Look, 20 I, years ago. <laughs> I prefer him dressed in dragon boondock scenes. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, last bit of news. This is the one that's going to take it off. To Justin Roiland. Come on. Justin Roiland. The guy who created Rick and Morty did the voices. Yes. He's been ousted. He was a naughty, <laughs> naughty boy. Well, well, Adult Swim severed ties after he had, what, accusations of domestic abuse. Yeah. But then all the shit starts coming out that he wasn't even allowed in the writer's room because of multiple allegations of, quote, sexual misconduct. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's what happens when you pull your dick out in the writer's room, man. You can't do that. No. You just put your penis back in your in your pants in the writer's room, will you? Okay. I don't understand it. I mean, I think it's just... Now, people are saying, too, about that, where it's like, well, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? When you... When you're running a company, and it, it, you don't you know, have that luxury, you don't. You you have to protect your employees. So, even if it's just an inkling, he's been charged. And what's interesting is that this happened like two and a half years ago. Yeah. This domestic, you know, thing. This I don't know if it's domestic abuse or assault or something like that. Right. Two and a half years later, the the police are gathering their evidence. They're getting all this stuff. Now they decide two and a half years later. Okay, we're charging him with this, and he's supposed to go to court in April. So now it's like, as a company, you have to be like, all right, well, what do we you know, do? Innocent until proven guilty, but we gotta sever ties with the dude. Well, then there's also the court of public opinion. It's like, how do we cover our asses with that? Yeah, because God forbid, what if he fucking you know grabs a tit at work, and then next thing you know, it's your fault because you knew and everything like that. So, I think it'll he'll go to trial if he's found innocent. You know they'll call they'll call him back and be like, because I mean he does the voice of Rick and Morty, right? Yes, and there's a big push on this one guy. I was talking about this with someone today. This one guy on TikTok who does like a Rick and Morty voice and like half the characters, mm-hmm. and it's like spot on. But I said the person was like, that's a guy who sat there and did like 
30 takes. He mm-hmm. keeps saying the same thing until he nails it just right. Mm. Like anyone, well, not anyone, but he's doing an impersonation. How's it going to work out when like you hand him a fucking script and go, now read this as Rick and read this as Morty yeah. and read this as Rick and read this as Mr. Meeseeks. And it's like, mm. is he going to be able to sound like the original characters reading the script when he doesn't have a reference point? We, we, we don't want a false Fred. <laughs> As right. if all of our older generation oh, knows about, God. one minute we're watching our Flintstones, and Fred is all of a sudden he's like, "Hey there, Barney!" You're like, "Wait, that's not Fred's voice. What did you do with my Fred Flintstone? God yeah. damn it! <laughs> what happened? What did happen to Fred Flintstone in that? I don't know. It's like when they switch dicks in the freaking <laughs> yeah. Dick Switcher, Dick Sergeant, Dick York, whatever the hell it was. But uh, so that's my news. Mm. John, you got any news? And I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm going to go with this one quick. I'm sure you watch it, too. That Shazam 2 trailer. Yes. Let's talk uh, Fury to Gods. I don't know that I'm any more excited to see that fucking movie at this point. Probably because I'm watching the fallout of all this shit and all the other DC. It's like, you're just going to throw me a scrap that you were going to throw in the trash. Yeah, it's interesting with all these DC movies now that everything's changing. <clears throat> like, I really can't wait until Gunn and Saffron actually explain. Make something. Like, this is what we're doing. Here's our roadmap. Because <laughs> you got... You got that, you got Flash, and then you got Aquaman at, like, the end of the year. Right. You know, half the freaking world is like, he's going to be Lobo. So, like, why? You're just going to spend all this money, and, you know, you can't axe it. You've already, right. you know, it, it's been go hanging like, on. Go straight. It's not. I don't think it's going to do well in, in theaters. And I think they'd be better off at this point taking those things and saving their, their uh, advertising budget. Put that fucking away because mm. you know a big a big cost of the production of a movie is as much the advertising as it is the production. Oh, your your budget doubles just for marketing. Don't fucking do that and put it right to street to streaming and just be like, we're gonna put it on the streaming. Yeah, well, the tough thing with streaming too is that I've been following it, you know, for the fact that you see these like two hundred million dollar movies that they put right. on Netflix and it's like, how are they fucking affording that? They do it by. Um, it's just new subscriptions, right? right? So you put Shazam Fury of the Gods on <clears throat> HBO Max, everybody's got the shit anyway. It's not going to generate... It's not like somebody's like, oh, shit, I got to see Shazam. I'm going to buy HBO Max. Very rarely will that happen. Well, take a book out of the page of fucking Disney. It worked for them where they put things out on Disney Plus and were like, oh, and by the way, you buy it on Disney Plus as a premium. It'll be added to your subscription in like six months. Yeah, I think people are more likely to be like, you know what, we would have gone to the theaters and spent thirty bucks. I'll spend twenty bucks and buy it here as a premium. Yeah, add-on. I did that. I remember when Disney <clears throat> Plus did do that during the pandemic, and it kind of pissed people off. It's like, dude, I'm already paying. First of all, you're paying like six dollars a month. It's you, know? Not that much. <laughs> you know, like, don't get it twisted. You know, not everything. Well, that's the problem now. Is that art? Every all art is considered free for some reason. Right. Nobody pays for anything. You know, they're like, they just they just assume that they, all this stuff gets generated, the movies and TV and Ooh, music and stuff. The Magic Music Fairy put, showed up with it. Yeah. Like, people think music is freaking free. It's, you know, it costs money, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know what, it, it, it's just going to be one of those things. That, I enjoyed the first Shazam. I really I, did. I thought it was cute. I think it still has a little Black Adam Freaking yeah. funk on it too, because yeah. I did notice when I was watching the trailer 
there is one part near the end where he's like fighting the dragon or something like that, and his suit's getting tattered. It's starting to look a lot blacker. Yeah. Um, not that he's going to be Black Adam or anything like that, but it's almost kind of giving you freaking flashbacks of like, oh, shit, Black Adam. <laughs> you know, like, oh, no. oh, that movie sucked. Why am I watching this? Oh, oh fuck the Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Morbius. It's Morbin time. For God's oh, sakes. Oh, God. I still haven't watched Morbius. And they're, and they're fucking, there's all the, I told you, I said it last week, there are all the to do about them putting him in tr- the new Tron movie. I don't know. Poor Jared Leto. Well, I mean, what, what are we talking about, poor Jared Leto? He's not poor. He's sitting there rolling around in his bed full of cash. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's so, it, we're at a weird time, especially with DC, where like, and, you know, they were saying, well, you know, it's going to come out at the end of January. We're going to talk about our plan. Bitch, you got about five days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like four. Yeah, you better hurry the shit up. You know, I mean, by the time this hits Spotify, no days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were talking. I was listening to one of my one of my series, one of my programs, um, on the way here, and they were saying like, "Oh no, he's still, you know, guns still on Twitter as of today." Going like, eh, "End of the month, end of the month." It's like, dude, you got four do- four days. Dude, you better freaking hurry it up. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I bet. They come out with something. They gotta come out with something this weekend and just be like, "Hey, everybody, this is what we're doing." You know, um, maybe it'll write the shit. But like, I still want to see these movies. Shazam! I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna run to the theater to go see it. Right. Um, I'm not either. Flash, I will, because it's just got so much on. Like you know, like and people are talking. It's like the greatest thing ever. Aqu- Aquaman. I still haven't seen the first one, so fuck it. <laughs> you don't want to see a fucking octopus playing the drums? What's no. wrong with you? I saw The Little Mermaid. It's okay. Oh. My man. That's another movie. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. We'll see how that does. Ooh. All these freaking live action Disney films. Mm, well, you know, The <clears throat> Little Mermaid, I've seen a lot now. I don't know wh- how, you know, accurate it is, but, you know, people of color, little kids, seeing them as the mermaid. Is like yeah, I'm not even talking like, about oh. that aspect of it. So well, I just look at all these movies that are already done underwater and how badly they're done, mm. and like you know the Aquaman's and those. And it's like yeah. oh Jesus Christ! And then this and and again, traditionally you've seen none of these Disney transitions: Lion King, uh, Beauty and the Beast, yeah, Cinderella. Like all these live action ones, they tried to redo as li- the classic cartoons as live action, just don't fucking work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they still haven't done Snow White, which is weird. Because if you watch the old Snow White, I mean, that was like one of the first ones. It's definitely well. They you better know. get it done before fucking Warwick Davis dies. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one's due. He's got to play Doc. He's got to play Doc. Actually, you know what? Let's see. He will be dopey. Mm. And uh, let's cast your favorite uh, seventh. Well, dwarfs. there's not that many little people <laughs> that are like bi- like big and like famous famous little people actors. There's him and Peter Dinklage. Yeah. I think Peter Dinklage would be Doc. Yeah, I can see him being Doc. Yeah. Get Brad Williams in there. And you know what? <laughs> Warwick Davis is grumpy. Oh, yeah. Or, or no, or... Dinklage is grumpy and Davis is Doc. That's right. I still, uh, that one always makes me laugh because my kids used to have this DVD of like just songs from the, all the princesses. Right. And it it's that typical, <laughs> if you've ever noticed it in these princess movies where it's like, the woman is just singing. She's like, I'm singing for the one I love well, to find me. And she looks in the well, and she's like, today. And all of a sudden, that creepy fucking prince today. <laughs> Could you imagine she's just well, hanging out, and this fucking prince just shows up out of nowhere like, today. Well, have, have, you, have you seen Wreck-It Ralph 2? 
Ralph Breaks the Internet. I did. Because they addressed that whole thing where the princesses are singing into a puddle. Yeah. Like, yeah, she looks into the well, and all of a sudden his fucking dopey ass sticks out. We finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. Jinx, (laughs) jinx again. (laughs) Just so silly. Anyway. Anyway, Yeah. So uh, you have no movies. You have no movie. movie wise. I didn't watch anything. Well, I've been really. I'm listening to you chew. (laughs) I'm going to strangle you. Hold on Um, a second. There you go. <laughs> um, I got a bunch of TV, but no, I have nothing movies. Yeah, I did see one movie, um, which is interesting that. because I'm the one that's never. It uh, It was, uh, I said it last week. I was right. going to watch it on the book. Um, it was that movie, Sick. Uh, yeah. It, um, I did watch a little something. <laughs> so how was it? Well, it was Kevin Williamson. So if you're a Scream fan, you know, just to kind of uh, back things up here, I mean, uh, he's, you know, Kevin Williamson is the writer of all the Scream movies, the I Know What You Did Last Summer, The Faculty, stuff like that. This is a new movie. Um, and it's on the... Uh, it's it's based on the pandemic. Okay. Which I put on our TikTok. I was oh, like, right. too soon? Probably. Um, the, the pre- you know, that's what, I feel like that's one of those, like, it's either too soon or just too late. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things, like, I don't want to be, like, and the way that they did it, I'm going to break this down, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this movie, too, because, you know, I'm going to save you all freaking uh, some time with this. So decoded the intel from the first order spy. Somehow Palpatine returned. Oh, Palpatine returned. He did. Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie, I mean, all right. So the premise is it's based during the pan. It's like April 2020, right? Mm. So they do all the tropes in it, like the guys in the store. There's no toilet paper. They all have masks on. Somebody coughs in the or sneezes in line. Everybody freaks out. They're spraying everything, and you're just like, and the way that they do it is just kind of like, it, it, you're like, it, it, they're to kind of taking this theory of like, hey, remember that? Huh? Oh, wasn't that stupid? It's like, how many people died of COVID? Um, a shit ton, and you're kind of like, that was yeah. that's not exactly something that you want to like reminisce about. You know, it was no. horrible. Um. And it was scary at the time. Now we can look back at it three years later and go, <laughs> but you know, it, it it had nothing. It basically the movie bookended the first act, very COVIDy, third act, very COVIDy. In the middle, not so much. Right? It's basically these two girls. It's during the height of the pandemic, and they decide, um, hey, my father has this like big, huge freaking mansion in the middle of nowhere. Let's quarantine there. So they do, and then they're all by themselves, and then there's a guy with a knife, and he's chasing him around, and, you know, hijinks ensue. And Ooh. then, like the typical screen movie where, you know, they, they do the Scooby-Doo, and they pull the mask off. It's like, oh, this is who's doing it. Now, <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, this, you know, it's a little tension, whatever, but, you know, whatever, I get it. It was It was not horrible, horrible. But it was like they find out that it's not just one; it's two. Oh that's God, a, that's no. another scream thing. Two killers. It's the parents. Apparently, this girl, before they went up to this quarantine thing, they had a party, and she made out with this kid, 
and, and got COVID and died. The kid got COVID and died. Oh boy! And they well they kidnap her, the girl, and they it the fucked up thing. She's trapped and she's in this thing, and the the, the they reveal it's these this couple, and you're like, who the fuck are these people? And they take out a COVID test and they swab her nose and they put, all right, in 15 minutes we'll find out. And they're like, what? Like, I guess her son died of COVID um, because she gave it to him. And she's like, but I'm not sick. She was asymptomatic. She did have COVID. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I was just like, really? It's kind of reminded me of like, you know, freaking not United 93 because that was very well done but like world trade center yeah it's like i don't want to revisit 9 11 i don't i don't same thing with the pandemic been there done that got the t-shirt and you know it was so memorable that on the way here i had to listen to one of those ending explains because i forgot how it ended oh wow i was like who are the killers again i so yeah i mean a solid two pals out of five maybe Maybe um two pals i mean yeah, I, it was. It was. Not, I was trying to adjust the yeah. uh, the pal rating here and get it up on the screen. Yeah, I, I mean, it was. It was. I on, just can't get it up, Greg. I don't know what I'm doing over here. It was like it was like Firestarter on the Peacock. It was like it's free. You know, I don't. All right, cool. I'll watch it. You know, and Kevin Williamson, I do enjoy his writing. Um, but this was just like, I don't know. It was like every fucking trope. Like they get to the, they get to the the beach house or the the lake house. And they're taking all the groceries out, and they're they're Lysol wiping everything, and they're spraying their spray. And, and that was like early days of COVID. That's like yeah, it's three like years ago. Yeah, it's like month one of COVID, you know. And yeah, I mean, there they've been a couple of movies I think that have kind of capitalized on the whole pandemic thing, which is just like, look, man, and we'll talk about some of the other great TV shows that are talking about you know viruses and stuff. This was just like. You know, hey, remember this three years ago? I'm just uh, like, yeah, when I stayed at my house and almost freaking jumped out a window. Yeah, sure. Yeah, good times. Uh, let's base I, a fucking I, stupid I slasher gotten, on it. I still haven't gotten into that spiral of depression. Yeah, seriously, I'm still freaking going through it. But anyway, that's my uh, take on the movie Sick on <laughs> Guy would say, don't even rent it. You don't have to. It's yeah. just you know whatever. It was good. So that's really the only movie I saw. Watch watch the uh, sp- uh, heavy spoilers. That's what you watch. Watch that YouTube channel. Oh and God! I I listened to because I was on the way here, right? And I said, and I was literally thinking about, okay, what are we talking about? I put my show notes in, and I'm like, sick. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about that movie. Oh, that was a piece of shit. Um, how did it end? I don't remember who the killers were. I was like, let me put on one of those ending explains. Oh, it was like God. a five minute, and the guy. First of all, any of those ending explained things, not every movie ending needs to be explained. Yeah. Like it's just it's basically just a recap of the movie. Yeah. Um some people do it awesome like Dead Meat. Other people like this guy I listened to, he kept instead of saying COVID, he kept saying COVID. I'm like, you don't know how to say fucking COVID? COVID. COVID. Guys. Guys, COVID. <laughs> wow. So yeah, uh so we should just well, go right I, to TV. I watched a lot of TV. Yeah. I did I did watch they brought it back, they resurrected Night Court. I don't know I thought I didn't know if, I can't remember if I talked about it last week or not, but no. like Night Court it's got the girl who plays um what she she was on Big Bang Theory, not Penny. Yeah. The cute one. He, Wallowitz's wife or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Howie's wife. Like, yeah, that that was the she, show where it's like Penny gets these, and and that girl gets the freaking guy with the bad tucked in thing yeah. in the big nose. Okay, in the bold cut. Actually, he does look quite handsome when he's not playing that role. But um, it, she's playing Harry's daughter. He's dead. He's uh, dead, you see. <laughs> John Law Riquette's on the show, but instead of playing the prosecutor now, he's no, yeah, he's playing a defense, the defense lawyer. Wasn't he always defense? No, he was the prosecutor. He was okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I pretty thought... sure he was a prosecutor, and the girl was like the liberal, like, oh, come on, Harry, you gotta let him. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how it went. Um, now he's the defense lawyer. Okay. Or, or is it the other way around? Whatever, he's got the opposite role now. He's got to be the pro- – because I think he was defense because he was like this, like the the woman that was always like, oh, no, it's okay. He was, and he was always just like, yeah, send him away. You know, like kind of right. – I don't remember. I mean, I haven't seen the show in like a gazillion years. No, I, I think he's playing a defense lawyer on it now, and he was the prosecutor in the original show. Okay. So because the one prosecutor lady is a – well, the prosecutor is a woman who – she had like an in with the cops because of putting away all these people. So yeah, he's playing the defense attorney. Okay, it's a good show. I mean, I enjoy it. It's very nostalgic and it's a good cast and fun. Look, the nostalgia train is is strong. I was actually going to say one of the shows that Manal and I watched was that '90s show. Yeah, I watched that too. It wasn't bad. No, it, it, we watched a bunch oh, wait, of episodes. I watched one episode. It wasn't very '90s. No, uh, it was basically just a bunch of young kids. Back in the house, yeah, and you get more red, red, you know, calling everybody a dumbass. Yeah, and they do the whole bringing in uh, Mila Kunis and yeah, it was very Fuller House. Yep. Like you watch it and you're like, okay, I get it. It's not very '90s. Like they do, they throw in maybe a '90s reference every once in a while, but you know, aside from that, they're still in the same basement. Looks exactly the same. All right. Uh, you know, my man Tommy Chong's in it for like I a second. I haven't got. I've only watched the first episode. Well, it's so funny because there was one episode where uh, it's basically. Uh, I know there's an episode where he's working in the video store, and she's like, "You have that movie with the guys and the thing." He's like, "Clerks." She's like, "Yeah," and he's yeah. like, "Kevin Smiths," and that he's like, "Yeah, he's so hot," and he's like, "Uh, yeah, okay." Yeah, no, that that's <laughs> what I was just gonna bring up because they 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 tracked down the guy who's had Clerks for whatever, and it's oh. Tommy Chung. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he's the one who's like, hey, man, like, I think I have it somewhere. <laughs> and they, they have to go to his house to get Clerk so they can watch oh, it. Now, now, spoiled it for me, you fuck. Oh, whatever. All right, the other show I watched. Uh, <laughs> I a, saved you. <laughs> so I I don't know if I talked about it last week. I watched uh, the show Accused, which I thought was, I didn't know what it was going to be. And then I heard an interview with Michael Chiklis. The Chicks? Yeah, you Michael know, the Shields. Um, where he talks about, you know, oh, well, I play this dad and my son is a killer and I have to deal with that. And, and I'm like, oh, and I think this is going to be a whole series about that. The episode he's in, he's this dad. His son's crazy. Keeps one of those notebooks where he's like writing crazy stuff and like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, he's crazy. He's going to hurt, hurt somebody. He takes his son out on a hiking trip and is literally about to push the kid off the fucking cliff to kill him. And the son, like, does this whole turnaround. He's like, why'd you read my notebook? Do you ever think it's because I wrote those things down because there's things I want to tell you, but I can't? Mm. And the dad's like, oh, I'll give him a pass. And he's like, I just wanted the money out because I want, you know, me and my friend want to go on a, a trip of Iceland to figure shit out. And the dad's like, oh, okay. Mm. Gives him the money. And the kid goes on a fucking school shooting rampage and kills a bunch of people. Oh, and then they put him on trial for, like, giving him the money, and he gets off. And that's the episode. And I was like, where the fuck is this show gonna go now? Yeah, and then the next that was just one episode. <clears throat> the next episode, it was kind of a similar thing. It was like, 
and I realized, oh my god, this is like one of those crime procedural shows. Oh, like, so it's like an anthology kind of thing, like Law and Order. Yeah, there's no repeating characters. Oh. Every episode is like so far has been like a completely different cast. Mm. So it's not like oh the lawyers are like in every episode or there's a cop that's like in every one that's got to solve these crimes and shit. Okay, it's what. No, no, oh, it's a completely. I heard the ding and you looked off, and I was like, "What happened?" I didn't know who was dinging. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't uh, me. It wasn't me. I uh, was in the dingy. But like, I'm enjoying it. Okay, I enjoy this. This whole okay, I'm getting famous, like big name famous people every week, mm-hmm. but they're not recurring characters that I have to like. Yeah, I'm getting a whole different show every week. I like stuff like that where you could just tune in whenever. <laughs> it's like Black Mirror or something like that, like yes. where you don't have to. You know, There's I watched no... the, the the Prime Minister fuck the pig, and that was yeah. it. I was done. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I've watched. That's the only well, one I watched, the, too. <laughs> the, the, what is it, the A plot, B plot? A plot is the running plot that goes through the, all the episodes, mm-hmm. or is that the B plot? No, the A, well, I mean, A plot and B plot are just two different. Well, the, you know when a show has, like, a running plot that goes through the entire series? And okay. Each, each episodic show has, like, a thing that they have to do, but then mm-hmm. there's the underrunning, like, oh, you got to solve this thing. Yeah. There's none of that running theme that's going yeah. through all of them. So. You can watch, like, episode six and not be like, oh, what the hell's now, going now on? Now, a show that's doing a good job at having that running theme and a good episodic theme mm-hmm. is the other show I watched, Poker Face. Oh, you it's watched the Poker Face. There's... Wait, hold on. It was on the... Uh... <laughs> Long Island Red. No, it was Rhode Island Red. If you look at my show notes, too, I wrote P-E-A, capital C, capital O, capital C, capital K, P. Cock! <laughs> Who was the person that came up with that name so, in the boardroom? <laughs> so I, I'm really digging it. I'm I'm a little upset because the episode that I was in, my scene didn't make the cut. Oh, oh I was just going to say that. Like, hurts. Oh. I, I was expecting my episode to be later in the series. Like, ah, you know, I was late to the party. They were running the ads for that left and right mm. for, for actors. But <clears throat> Hey, you got paid. She's just like... I, there was a show that was on called The Mentalist where he could kind of like suss out mm. and figure people out yep. just by like their habits and his, their vibe and how they present themselves and all that stuff. And there's kind of got that kind of a vibe, but she can tell if people are full of shit or telling the truth. That's mm. the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> long story longer, the running theme is she worked at this casino. She set the guy up who runs the casino. Like there's a whole thing. But each episode is like she shows up at this place and they show you someone get killed Ooh. so far. Like, something bad happens or someone gets killed. And then they kind of go back in time and, like, re-show you all that with everything leading up and where she fits into the story. Mm. And it's always the person who's been wronged. She sticks around to figure out how to, like, prove that they didn't do it. Okay. Like, they're innocent or to kind of do the right thing. Um and I'm starting to wonder if this show is going to lead down like to the culmination, the the mobster guy who is played by uh, Ron Perlman. Oh, uh, is going after sending Benjamin Bratt, who is his, like his bad, like his enforcer guy, mm-hmm. after her to bring her back so he can kill her. Uh, I wonder if this is going to culminate with all the people she's helped come back and do something to help her out to well, get away. Could be, could be. I, I, mean, I can picture the callback. Yeah, I mean, I like it was it Natasha Leone. Oh yeah, yeah, she's something she's, about that that voice of hers where she's like, oh, she's very sexy. That's right. I she can't even impersonate her. Like oh, she'll always be the girl in Slums of Beverly Hills for me. Yes. Who wants Sizzla? <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. What's, what's wow. they say? 
Oh, God. He was like, give me a light, Cochise, or something like that when he's trying to light the thing. <laughs> Taking me back. Back in the days when I was young. God damn it, we're old. That was a good movie. That was a great movie. I mean, you got all those, just freaking, who is that one actor that plays the older son? He's been in a bunch of stuff, but it's, when he's, he's, He's auditioning, or he got the part for Guys and Dolls, and he's standing in his underwear, and he's singing, Luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady. Oh, yes. And he gets his, and he gets his little brother to, like, light the bong. <laughs> like, I forget. He's like, give me a light there, Cochise. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell is the name of that movie? Uh, Slums of Beverly Hills. Slums of Beverly Hills. I'm going to yeah. look it up. Um, I'll, I'll look it up in a sec, but the last thing I have is the last TV show I watched. Uh, where did it go? I was just watching it today, so I've only watched like a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Lockwood and Co. Lockwood and Co. It just dropped on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's a very like steampunky alternate universe kids ghostbustery vibe. Really? Yeah, it's like the world is being invaded by ghosts, and these guys go and like trap them and get rid of them and stuff. But what really got me is it's like I can't tell when it takes place, but it's so fucking heavy on the good music. Oh. Bauhaus, The Cure, Susie and the Band. She's like, Ooh. yeah. Have you seen that? Uh, oh, God, what is the name of that festival that they're doing in California? Yeah, I saw the thing for that. Oh, yeah, I, I, I told Manal, I was like, if I could freaking, I would freaking fly to go see that. I'm I'm really digging the show. It's very tweeny. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I enjoy these tween shows. Yeah, you like the tweens. I, I like the tween shows. Slow <laughs> down there, Chachi. Um <laughs> Hold on a second. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Uh, You you took my bit. (laughs) It's so funny, too, because I was watching this. What was I? Oh, I was telling my students about the movie Idiocracy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the cast of characters in that, not just the Terry Crews and the, uh, uh, what's his fucking, oh, wow, his brother. uh, (laughs) Wow. Oh, wow. Um, But fucking Justin Long is in it, too. Oh, jeez, yeah. There's a lot I'll, of classics. I'll watch, that, I'll watch that guy in anything. Let's yeah. see who's in this fucking movie. Hey, Walking Dead. The, to- the top <laughs> cast I see in the Beverly Hills is Natasha Leone, Alan Arkin. Al- yeah, Alan Murray. Arkin. Oh, he's the best. Uh, let's see. Such a scumbag. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. Yes. Charlotte Stewart, Eli Marenthal, David Krumholtz. I don't know. You, I mean, you could wow. say a million names. Kevin, Cor- like- Kevin Corgan. Oh, Kevin fucking Corgan is, he's, oh, God. You know him. I fucking love this guy. Oh yeah, he for always the, for those at home. Oh god, what he he play? He always just plays like a scumbag. <laughs> he was, he, he was, plays like this sleazy guy. Yeah, he was in. Uh, oh, he said he's been in a bunch of stuff like The Departed. I think. He well, was he was in, in True Romance, Donnie Brasco, Pineapple Express. Oh okay. Yeah, The Departed, Unstoppable. Yeah. He's been in everything. He's the he's a guy. He's one of them cats. So that's all the TV I watched this week. Okay, Most, I the mean, ones that I care to talk about. I've watched a lot of shit that like I watched one episode and I gave up on it. And I mean, I know we're gonna want to go down the rabbit hole because I think we have differing feelings on the last both the last two episodes of the Bad Batch. Yeah, uh, we could talk about the Bad Batch and then also the Last of Us, which was, and uh, why don't we do Bad Batch, and then. Because the the one show there is a late to the party that I watched yeah. this weekend, which the only reason I watched it is because of The Last of Us. It's the people who make The Last of Us. They kept saying, "Well, it. then let's go there. Start with that." All right. So I mean, after watching, you know, everybody's talking about The Last of Us and Craig Mazin. Hell right? yeah, Craig Mazin. Which I found out that before he did Last of Us in this other show, 
he his only credits are like scary movie, superhero movie, like really bad parody movies. Wow. And then he comes out with this shit and you're like, Where did this come from? Well, yeah, that's like um what's his name? Uh oh my god, Dan Trachtenberger who yeah. who did the Cloverfield experience is that the one that he, one of the Cloverfield the movies. paradox one the bad what would yeah <clears throat> no the one under the ground, underground in the tunnel with uh, fucking John Goodman oh yeah ten Cloverfield Lane that was his movie and then fucking uh, prey yeah I mean two right he came out of nowhere little things and then mm. fucking hits it out of the park and same thing with this guy yeah he's done like all these really crappy parody movies and then all of a sudden. We're going to talk about the late of the party that I watched, which was Chernobyl. And I've always wanted to watch it. I've heard great things about it. it. If you are really digging The Last of Us, now after watching Chernobyl, I totally get why they picked Craig Mason to do this. Okay. Because it was, first of all, it was hilarious. No, I'm kidding. It was, so, it was such a depressing, like I had to. I watched it and I was just like, there's like five episodes, so it's like a five hour movie. Okay. You know, but you're watching it and you're going like, I had to keep telling myself, like, I had to convince myself that this wasn't a real story because it's freaking creepy as fuck. Horrifying. I mean, and then they go down the the whole story. Basically, if you know about. Don't spoil it too much because I'm going to watch it. Okay. Well, I will give you one. A blowjob. Well, that too, but one I mean, job. That's all I'm asking for. All I'm saying is, you really should take the time to watch it. First of all, it's not a feel good movie. It is freaking depressing as shit. And how the government, you know, which is the Russian government, of course, the fucking the Russians fucked it all, and they were all just like kind of sweeping it under the rug, like, no, it's fine, it's fine. And all of a sudden, like, people are just slowly rotting away. And I will, because I will give you this warning, because I know you're an animal person. Um, and if you are an animal person, you might want to skip episode four. The whole episode is basically, you know, the, the it starts with the explosion and then it goes into like the aftermath, everything that happened, all that happened to the people. Um, there's these two guys. There's a scars guard in there, and uh, there's always a scars guard. There's always a scars guard, and he was in there, and they're trying to figure out like how they can put this out, and you know. Uh, they basically wanted because the Russian, the KGB, and everything was just like, no, nah, they were telling the, they were telling us in the West, like everything's fine, we're good, you know, no big deal. Nothing to see here. Nothing to Meanwhile, see. Meanwhile, they just show like birds dropping out of the sky, just like twitching, and st- you're like, oh my god. Um, but okay, I will. Since you are going to watch it, you know, like I said, we we like to spoil movies, but not for each other. Um, there is one episode where they have the army come in, and uh, it's the guy who. The actor who uh, did the Joker thing in the Batman. Right. That guy. He's in it. He's a new kid, He's and he gets befriended by this other army guy. And his sole job, him and this other two guys, because he's never been in the military. They just kind of drafted him. He's like, all right, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you know, And he goes, all right, well, you're on animal control. Nothing screams cannon fodder like, I've never served in the military. Yeah. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Here, here's a gun. Uh, his Their sole job was to go through Chernobyl. And just kill all the animals. Wow. And the dogs, cats, like, not like cows, like freaking domestic, domestic animals. Wow. And they don't really sh- show, but that was the part where like people's faces melting off, all this crap. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But the dog uh, part, and they just show like uh, a dump truck filled with dead animals coming out of it. And I'm like, okay, I can't. I, I just, 
I can't. I had to like watch something stupid after. Well, it's funny because the, in one of the episodes of Poker Face, mm-hmm. the guy runs a fucking barbecue. That's the episode I was supposed to be in. Oh, okay. And he runs his barbecue thing, and Natasha Leone character is like, "Oh, I got to, you know." He's like, "I don't know what that is. I just sit around. I barbecue. That's all I do." She's like, "I got some DVDs," and she's like, "Here, babe, something else." And then that movie like Ocala or whatever that was about like it was an animated film that was on I think Apple TV or Disney Plus oh, yeah. about they bred this animal that was like pig cow to be like just for food just as meat for food yeah and then like the girl lets it free and takes it as a pet and the thing and the guy's like that's it i'm not doing barbecue anymore i'm going vegan <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you watch this scene and you know i because i was telling them all about it and she's a super cat lover and yeah. i was like you can't watch this no i will take the bullet for you guys because that was horrifying the most horrifying thing i've ever seen them all just dumping them Bodies upon, I mean, not like three or four, like 70 or 80. I've watched enough PETA videos to know it's true. Oh, God. And they just, cause everything they kill, they, because they're all radioactive at this point. Yeah. So even now, it was fascinating. Like, I definitely highly recommend you watch it. And when you do watch Chernobyl, you're going to be like, it's the same style, the same kind of feel, you know, same the way, vibe. the shots and everything so like that. So that makes me think because I've seen a lot of people online talking about, like, oh, shit. Like, well, actually, they're saying that. Watching The Last of Us really fucking makes me wish that HBO Max had been the ones to do The Witcher series because it would have been a hundred times better. Oh yes, we got to talk about The Witcher series or the uh, the Anne Rice thing you were talking about. Oh yeah, uh, was... Mayfair Witches. Yeah, we got to touch on that. Did you watch quick. it? No, but I know that you were going to talk about it. We ran out of time last nah, week. It's all right. It was okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's 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 all right. Yeah, but I will say, like, if you get a chance, I mean, it's not. You know, the big joke was like, oh, my God, you want to turn on Hollows? I'm like, it's fucking hilarious, dude. I mean, waka waka. I you know, I mean, Chernobyl to this day is just. You can't go there. You no, know, it's deserted. It's still giving off radiation. And the stuff that they did in this, you know, it, I was like, this is real. You like wanted, this, You really, wanted to say documentary. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it was like a documentary, but, like, it was so well done. Wow. And the Scars Guard is always awesome. Yes, of course. Um. And just, it's so depressing. Like, I was just like, oh. Like, I felt like I had to well, take a freaking. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I would. It's, you know, I knocked it out in a weekend. Um, well, you're all caught up on Last of Us now, right? Yes, let's go oh, into Last of Us. So good. Oh, yeah. I mean. I, I'm kind of seeing why they went the route of using the, like, you know, the little tentacle things and not the spores. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, spores are everywhere. Yeah, and it's like it just—it's unrealistic, and this works much better because it gives that you know the scene that we saw where all of a sudden like those little fungus things wrap around the hand, yeah, like, like oh fuck, we got to get out of here, and they start showing up. I did hear about that with the game where oh, I'm so pissed at myself because I was oh like, the fucking clickers, the clickers—they nailed the fucking clickers. What, what kills me is that I just... <laughs> oh. And the fact that they're all connected together, so it was, it was cool because I was giving I, me Fort Salem vibes. Yeah, yeah, it was. I like, don't think you watched that show, Fort Salem, Motherland, Fort Salem. It was a um, show about like alternate United States where the Salem witches helped the U.S. beat the British and like all this other stuff. Oh, cool! And now the witches basically run the armed forces in this country, but like their powers come from the mycelium network, which is a network of fungus under the crust of the earth that runs all around the entire planet oh yeah i mean this this episode was just so well done yeah. 
And I, I was watching and something so compared to right out of the game. Yeah, I, like they were talking about the the change that they made with the spores because right. you have to put the gas mask. I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense. They made it even better. Like we were saying, it enhances it. The guy who wrote this video game was like, okay, well, we can't really do that. You know, let's you know, let's figure out. Something. I mean, the fact that they're all like, if you step on something, and they show them all just like coming off the ground because they're all just kind of rolling together and then the moving is one one big organism and yep. it was just and you see him just like peel his face off and they all start running you're like holy shit yeah but i did make them because i was watching somebody doing the episode and uh they they did shot for shot like they showed right. the video game and they showed what they did and it was like man it's like shot for like they really you know they they are adapting it like so much. Even um, even keeping things like where Ellie's like standing there and she's like comments about the sunrise and she's like that's fucking like you ever see anything as fucking beautiful as that mm. kind of thing. That's like lifted right out of the game. Yeah, yeah. And I made the mistake, <clears throat> stupid oh, me. I'm on YouTube and I'm working and I watched the thing and it started talking. I saw a video about The Last of Us Part Two of. Why people like apparently that that game was very divisive with, yes. with fans. People were saying this and that. So I go, why? You know, why was it so? So I watched it, and they freaking kill Joel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. Cut that out. Cut that out. People will get mad. Well, I mean, fuck it's... them. It's a video game. It's been out for two years. I had this whole conversation because Justin and I mm -hmm. like don't agree because. He thought it was great. I thought it was good. It was okay. But, like, it was okay up to a point. There's, like, a point. All of a sudden, you're not playing Ellie's story anymore. You're playing this other fucking girl. And it's like, no. I want Ellie back. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and I, I hear I the ending of Last of Us 2 is like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? Yeah. It was just kind of left off at, like, you know, that's it? Okay. Yeah. Well, they're kind of leaving it. I'm, You know, a lot of times they're not going to finish it because, but, it's you know, they're going to do part three or whatever. We'll but, see. But... You you never know. They may do a Walking Dead where, like, you know, doesn't fucking Rick die early on in the Walking Dead? Gets his hand cut off or oh, some shit. Rick got his hand cut off. He dies. Rick dies, like, the the issue before the last. Yeah, there's somebody who's... There's who, a lot of changes. There's but, a lot of changes with who dies, I'm sorry, in, in the Walking mm -hmm. Dead. Like, they can do that. They can go, like, look, this person dies, but, like, they're the heart of the show. We got to keep them. We'll yeah. change the storyline for the second one. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I'm the type of person, like, even with spoilers, like, when I find out, I'm kind of like, oh, man, I wish I didn't. But at the same time, I'm like, I just want to see how it plays out. Yeah. You know, everybody that has played the video game, obviously, because it's such a shot for shot, you know, they're like, I know exactly what happens, you know? Yep. So I did get sucked into it, and I watched it, and I was like, God damn it, why did I watch that? Now I know what happens, yeah. you know? But just, like, a little, like, you know, I, I, but I thought I was safe because, oh, my God, it's part two. I'm such a freaking sieve, like, it'll just out of my head. I'll forget about it. Yep. Part two, because it'll come out two years from now. But then they're like, oh, and then this happened. You're like, fucker, I wasn't watching part two. I, was wa I wasn't watching part one. I was watching part two. Well, I think the next episode is based off of the, like, the game add-on downloadable content of Left Behind mm. from Last of Us that is kind of part of Ellie's origin story. I'm not going to spoil that for you. Yeah, I mean, I heard about, you know, this and that, but, like, yeah, I mean, I wanted to go into it blind because I never saw, I never played the video game, but at the same time, it's, like, it's unavoidable, you oh, know? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I just, I mean, 
that, that watching The Last of Us was the reason why I watched Chernobyl because everyone's like, oh, yeah. it's the guy who did Chernobyl, did Chernobyl. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let me see. And you can see totally why they picked this guy. Um, Other than that, TV-wise, we were talking about Bad Batch. I, look, I know you didn't like the last two episodes. You said this last episode, you're like, snooze. Yeah, it was a little It was very, I liked it. It was very like Indiana Jones. It was okay. I mean, the and like I said, I don't mind the adventure of the week kind of thing. Uh, it was a little Omega heavy. Yeah. And Wanda Sykes was a little annoying too. Well, because the problem with Wanda Sykes is you hear Wanda Sykes' voice and it's so distinct you can't picture anything but fucking Wanda Sykes. Yeah, well, she was always talking, oh, it's the eye of this and the, the, that. And then Omega's like, wow, really? And they're just following around. And I the, think you don't like it because you're annoyed by Omega. Oh, I fucking hate Omega. <laughs> like, and I, there was promise because like in the beginning of the season I was like, all right, well, they aged her up a little bit. She's less annoying. But I don't know. She just kind of like. I think just... this is all setting up for like them traipsing across the galaxy on their own as, you know, working for no one. I just hope freaking Palpatine comes in and freaking lightning bolts that bitch. <laughs> Decoded the intel from the First Order spy. Somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> Palpatine's coming back. He always comes back. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Back you off. know, fucking, you know, somebody's. Got to take a blaster to that bitch. Anyway, anyway, no, but I, you know, like I said, from what I've heard, there was a guy that I watch, and he, there's like 16 episodes. He's watched 14 of them. He got all of it, um, of of Bad Batch. Bad Batch. And he's like, there's a lot of mo- there's a lot of you know Adventures of the Week, but there are some ones like the Crosshair one that peppered in that are like the best Star Wars he's ever seen. So I'm like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll hang in. Look, I'm fine with it. It's 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 an appetizer for Mandal- Mandalorian. So yeah. I'm like, I'll watch this. It's and I enjoyed the first season. Grogu, so. the Mandalorian. Yes, Grogu's. I'm sticking with that. I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling sticking. you. When we watch it, you're gonna find out. Fucking Grogu becomes a Mandalorian, and that's why the show is called the Mandalorian because of him being the Mandalorian, not Din Djarin. <laughs> let me see the baby. <laughs> anyway, hey, let me ask some. Look, mom, I'm on TV. Oh, boy. <laughs> you said I'd never amount to nothing. You were right. That's right. <laughs> this is just like playing D&D in the basement. Anyway. Oh, uh, music minus new. the nudie cards. Ah, uh, yeah, you need the nudie cards. Well, that wasn't D&D. That was just nudie. Well, drinking beer and nudie cards. You know what I did? Not to get too far off on a rant here, but. What was I? Oh, I was watching the, that ninety show, and they were drinking old Milwaukee. No, Milwaukee's best. Oh, the beast. The beast. I was like, oh boy. Oof. And, and, and <laughs> of course, clear dating the, path to the bathroom. <laughs> and of course, dating a, a, a beautiful thirty-eight-year-old. Uh, <laughs> she's like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's just shit. My, it's like, oh, that's like, Brown, my, that's like my brother and his wife when they talk about certain things. And it's like that came out before she was born, Ed. <laughs> oh, I, I know. Pretty funny, um, but anyway, music-wise, not a ton of stuff, not as much as we um, had last week. But uh, there were two albums, a few albums that came out and some singles. Um, I'll do the the albums first. Um, the first one is uh, they finally came out with the full length. Um, uh, our our, uh, our one of our favorite bands, fucked up, fucked up. Uh, one day is it, it's called. Um, I haven't full listened album, to the whole finally. thing. Full album. Um, Definitely back in the vein of it. Um, there is, and they did this on the last album too, and a couple of other ones where they have not Damien singing. They have like the guitar player, and it's more kind of, it's way different. Like you're yeah. just kind of like, 
this doesn't sound like you know it, it's not Queen of Hearts. <clears throat> like I I don't know what this is, but it's not bad. It right. just doesn't sound like the band. Sure. Um, I like freaking you know it's the acquired taste. So. Um, I do have to listen to the rest of it. I'm not saying that I that I you know have a full review of it, um, but yeah, that full album dropped, and uh, I saw that as far as full length goes. You remember the band Toxic? Yeah, weren't they like a uh, John Donnelly, John was, Donnelly in was in it? Yeah, he was in the on for the second record. Uh, they're back. They're back, and the better than ever. They actually came out with an album last year. Um, I think you mentioned it last year. Yeah, they came out with two. Because I remember asking, was John Donnelly in it again? He's not. Uh, it's just that one guy. Um, he's the like one a guitar, guy. He's like a guitar virtuoso. I forget. Josh Christian is okay. his name, I think. Um, a lot of people were like, holy shit, this is really good. I mean, if you're like into the real progressive stuff, they came out with a, not only did they come out with something called Three Works, which is basically just like old demos and, and stuff that they never released. They came out with a whole live album from Dynamo in oh, 1988. Good, I wanted that. I needed that. I know, right? I mean, we were talking about all these re-releases where it's like, I need the fifth take of, uh, you know, Ugh. Happiness is a Warm Gun. Please. <laughs> the, the 18th version of Get Back. Like, really? Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're a diehard Toxic fan, you know, Hudson Valley Zone, Metal uh, Metal Allegiance, uh, you can check those out. I'm good. Other than that, single-wise, the only two singles that I noticed – that were interesting. The first one I'll do is like, eh. second one is like, really? Um, first one was, uh, I thought they were dead. Um, what? Oh, God. You... I, I... Can I help you, sir? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. Uh, hey, kids. Fallout Boy has a new single out. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> I was wondering where it was. You know, I listened to it. It's... I'm not a huge Fallout Boy fan. I can't stand Pete Wentz. I think he's okay. just a fucking wiener. I don't know why. With a fucking tool. He's one of those like two hit for the room. Like he was dating Avril Lavigne, and he had the big emo hair, and he, he, you know, just they, they, you know what it was about Fallout Boy is that no. they're a great band, but they when they were younger they were jumping around so much. Now I love when bands jump around and, and go jump crazy. Around. But hit the fucking notes, dude. <laughs> it yeah. just sounded like garbage. Um, they do have a new thing. I guess they're back. Uh, Heartbreak feels so good. And I was like listening to it, and I was like, this is I, – I, I, the singer's voice is re- – he's got an amazing voice. And I have respect for the drummer uh, because he did that thing, the damn things, uh, that band um, with Scott Ian. That was really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you've been itching for some Fallout Boy – yeah, I have. You, you, you know, uh, by the way, none of this shit's going on the freaking playlist except this one. Now it came out, and it was Ghost, okay. which our boys Ghost. It was Spillways, which is on their last album, which is a great song. But it's got, and I'm looking at it. It's got the triangle, and it's it. They redid it, but they have Joe Elliott from Def Leppard singing it. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a duet. Wow. Um, We'll play it later, but you can't tell. He does a really good job, Joe Elliott, at like, because he, I guess there was something that came out recently where, you know, he did that, they, Def Leppard did that whole tour with Motley Crue, and right. it was a big thing, and they were talking about, oh, you know, is there any new music out there that you like? And he's like, I love Ghost. I think they're great, which they are. They're an amazing live band. So I guess, um, 
they got word of it and they were like, hey, you know, they they like to put out little singles and EPs and stuff of like remixed or whatever. Yeah. Um, they're like, you want to do spillways and you could, you know, they go back and forth on the verses. And I'm like, now. you have to listen to it because I'm like, there's not it's not a dramatic difference. Like he kind of nails it, which is, you know, Good I thought it was bad. Yeah. You like want the difference. But at the same time, you don't want it to be so different that it sucks. Yeah. Like. Was this single necessary? No, not at all. It's no. not necessary at all. But it's kind of cool. Like I'm just like, all right, you know, good on Joe Elliott. Look, it's gonna get them listens. Look, and and just I'll show you the. Uh, maybe we'll put it on the on the uh, Facebook page of just like the the single cover. Like it's very like Ghost Mix with Def Leppard. It's I don't know. I enjoyed it. I I mean I'd be interested to see right. what other people think about it, but. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's it on the music. Well, I did have one music. What? We, we mentioned it earlier, the new Hoity Toity. Hoity Toity. It's called Over It. Yeah. It came out two weeks ago. Yeah, these singles, January man. 13th. Um, It's very pop rocky. Yeah. I like that, though. They, have, they, they have like a pop punk kind of. Yeah, but it's more pop rocky than pop punk. Okay. Um, it's not that like like we're used to from their other stuff, but I mean, it doesn't make it any less good. No, it's, no, it's just as good. I'm still waiting to see when these guys come around. I just got to show up at that show and be like, <laughs> the old guy standing in the back of the room. I, that was the other thing in a uh, poker face before we wrap this up. Uh huh. I said to Kate, "There's a guy in one of the episodes is walking around this concert." Trying to buy drugs, like, is anyone has anyone seen my friend Molly? And everyone's like, <laughs> "Fuck you, narc." He's like, "Does anybody know where I could get some of the cocaine? I really would like to get some of the cocaine." Like, "Fuck off, narc." And she goes, "Hey, narc, come here." And he's like, "He finally is like, you know, I'm not a narc. I'm I'm an accountant." He's like, "I'm just really bad at buying drugs." <laughs> and I said to Kate, "I was like, you know, it's the best. Look at the guy. Look at him." And she's like, yeah. "I was like, I could have played that role." Of she course. looks at me. She goes, "But he looks just like me." Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, I could have been that fucking role. God damn it. I know, man. So, Just come on. Give a, give a brother a job, will you? So housekeeping-wise, uh, will updates to the website. We got the showcase on the 11th. Tickets are going to be going live on the uh, on our page. You'll be able to buy them there. Yep. You can get tickets on our website, sackasin.com. We're going to have a page up this Coming weekend. Up yep. Um, we'll be sending out the invite. It's uh, – yeah, we need everybody to come out to this one. You know, yeah. we're we're gonna make it a real big to do. And if this works, and it's doing well, then you know, definitely the summer one that we're gonna do. Um, and I keep talking. We have new uh, members to the sack. Um, we just added uh, Octave Music Studio. Okay. Um, so if you need, what's cool about it is I we. we uh, the Critically Ashamed went on there. They have this thing called Deep Cuts right. where they record you live in their studio okay. playing. So we did that like right before the album came out. Really cool guys. And they okay. do everything from like, uh, you know, from you can record there. They do like guitar. They fix guitars. They teach lessons. Okay. They do a whole bunch of stuff. And the guy, Tommy Octave, is freaking awesome. So well, we, we added him on the page. Um yeah, so the Sakasin uh, website, we will have information on there where you can get tickets. We say this stuff all the time, with, especially with, with local bands, where it's just like, look, all big, huge acts were local at one point or yep. independent. So, you know, if you want to support live music, original music, just like just artists in general that are in the area. And we really are happy with the way things are going. There's... I mean, we have like a dozen bands on there now. Yeah, all of them are cool. All of them want to do stuff. 
Um, you know, but it's, it's it's like we say all the time where it's just like you don't like, you know, if you don't support it, it goes away. So yeah. now you have a wealth. I mean, you can go on to our website and find, you know, you need somebody to write an article for your band or review. There's a there's a spot. You need professional photography. We have a guy. You want CDs, cassettes, vinyl, pressed. We got a guy. We have a studio. We have all this stuff. And we're not taking a cut. We're just putting it out there because people need to know where to go. So, um, yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, You know, uh, like you said, if you saw our boy John Alex's uh, animation, uh, if you go on sackasin.com, you go on the merch page, you put in the offer code SACUP, S-A-C-K-U-P, all one word, you get 20% off uh, your shirt. Yeah, you go pee. I'm going to go to Beast and get myself some uh, uh, short ribby... uh, what are they called? Uh, what was I calling them? Ribby goons. Ribby goons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my girl made, uh, which beast, you know, free plug down in Be- uh, Beacon. Yeah, it's Beacon, right? <laughs> Fishgill, uh, Fish Beacon. Gill. Yeah, Fishgill. Um, she put together these, they're short rib rangoons. They look amazeballs. Ribby goons? Yeah, so I call them Ribby goons. All right, so you heard it here, everybody. <laughs> ribby goons and piss. That's what it's all about. Pee pee, Ribby goons.